You're listening to Inside Lebo, a podcast giving you an inside look at Mount Lebanon, Pennsylvania, produced by Mount Lebanon's Public Information Office. Hello and welcome to Inside Lebo. I'm Assistant Municipal Manager and Municipal Planner Ian McMeans. And I'm Assistant Public Information Officer and Senior and Online Editor Rachel Windsor. Welcome to the show, Rachel. This is your first show as co-host, so glad to have you on board. Today we are uh, talking trash, and as many of you may know, we have a new trash and recycling contract in Mount Lebanon that took effect on January 1st, and there are a lot of changes to talk about. So we want to help you navigate those changes. Our guests today are Public Information Officer Laura Pace-Lilly and Mount Lebanon's Finance Director Andrew McCreary. So what is changing? Where do we start? (laughs) Maybe we should start with the annual fee that's coming, huh? Um, So uh, residents should have received a postcard uh, for those that are uh, going to be receiving the trash fee uh, that's coming, the solid waste fee as we refer to it. The postcard was mailed uh, this week, uh, January 8th, the week of January 8th. Uh, notifying that an annual fee is coming. And where did that annual fee arrive? It's a uh, a pass-through of the contract. We're removing it from the taxes fully. Um, So we will be paying for trash collection through an annual fee collection. Um, We uh, have a small administrative charge and uh, uh, small delinquency fee that we're trying to uh, recoup as well uh, within that fee. And the annual fee will be $290 a year. Uh, for 2024. We'll go up from there uh, every year, 9% thereafter. And that's a straight pass through from uh, our co- our contract. We'll talk about that in a little bit uh, with Westmoreland Landfill, who we and how, how and why we selected them. Um, but those annual fees are coming and being passed on from the, uh, from, uh, the, the trash collector. So how can residents pay those fees now that they have an additional fee to pay each year? So we we thought about that. We wanted to make sure that uh, everybody had the ability to to pay in a uh, that wasn't a separate uh, payment stream. Uh, So we tried to see where we could team it up. The best and most logical way was the stormwater management fee, which we've been doing since 2011. Uh, we have over a 96% collection rate, so uh, the methods that we had done there uh, and, and what the residents have done uh, over for 10 plus years has worked, so we're teaming it up with that. Knowing that this is a larger bill, we did extend the discount period by one month. Normally, it was a two-month discount period. There's now a three-month discount period uh, teaming up with this fee and a longer face period. So the face period used to be two months. It's now five. Uh, so you have the ability to pay all the way through August 31st at face. Okay. And can residents pay by check, by credit card, by cash? Right. So that's a good segue, maybe a different podcast. Uh, <laughs> but we did uh, transition to a new billing system uh, that on the postcard uh, that you will have received. It will uh, direct you on how you can start to register for your account. Uh, so you can register for an online account that you'll be able to pay uh, online. That's our preferred. Um, everything at eCheck is free. I will remind an eCheck meaning directly uh, drafted from your bank account. So there's no fee for that. So uh, we recommend going through there because you have a, a digital trail uh, and you'll be able to see everything that was paid through there. Uh, you can also pay via mail, via check, uh, and you can also in the uh, in office you can come and pay by credit card, check, or um, cash. Uh, we do not prefer cash, but we do accept it only in house. 
uh, for that payment. But as a preview, that this is the same system that you'll be able to also pay your real estate taxes. For those that are non-escrowed accounts, it'll be the same system and be teamed up. So it'll really be a tax payment and fee payment billing collection software. Nice. Cool. So how would you say that this trash fee compares with what other municipalities are doing? There are a number of municipalities that do this, um, that do a fee collection. Uh, not to say we have to be like everybody else, but it is a separate revenue stream uh, that is independent of taxation. Uh, so it is a methodology that uh, the commission so ch that chose to uh, move all of that fee out, which is our largest contract in the municipality. Uh, year over year is the trash collection contract. So they moved all of it and have a separate payment stream paying directly for that trash. How it compares to others, uh, some are a slight bit lower, but mostly we're right in the middle or lower than most municipalities surrounding us uh, and in the region. Uh, you can go to different uh, uh, municipality websites. Uh, it, it, it was around $280 uh, a year in 2023, but the majority of those that had a contract renew in 2024, uh, which were part of the same contract we are, we're going to have to in increase fees no matter what. Uh, so those fees are, we haven't published that data just yet, or those municipalities haven't all published that data yet because they're still doing that. Um, but in addition, there are other municipalities around us that you actually get billed directly from the contractor. So meaning the Westmoreland landfill, a waste management would actually directly build a residence, not in-house the way we're doing. So we're saving quite a bit of money for our residents by doing it in-house. Uh, I think we do it better and um, <laughs> uh, we have a great uh, a payment stream that we can um, uh, develop here. But uh, we're generally lower than most around us and we'll be continued because we are not, uh, we, we've done it pretty well for all these years. And as you mentioned earlier that the commission chose to institute the fee and remove garbage collection from the real estate taxes. And there was a real estate tax decrease this year that the commission approved as part of the budget as a reduction in millage, um, while some other communities around us actually raised their tax rates um, to fund their garbage collection contracts. One community to the south of us actually raised both real estate and earned income tax rates to pay for their new garbage contracts. So the way that the Mount Lebanon Commission chose to pay for this contract was through the fee and they uh, did pass a corresponding uh, millage reduction as well. So people will see some changes in their municipal real estate tax bills this year as well. But I will want to express that that's not a one for one. Yes. So uh, you can go back and watch. This is not for this podcast. Uh, it's all on YouTube, uh, you know, on our uh, YouTube channel. Uh, for all of our budget meetings, how discussion, how, how we got here uh, with the annual fee. But yes, there is a slight point for one millage reduction for 2024. Okay, so you hinted at it. We mentioned it too, that the new garbage contract uh, is with Westmoreland Sanitary Landfill, who will now be our collector. So no longer will we have waste management collecting our solid waste and recycling. So, uh, can you talk a little bit about kind of how that process went and how Westmoreland was selected? I think we need to have a 
dual conversation here because you were more involved with it than I was. I can chip in, but as yes, host of the yes, show, I, I, I understand you as the host. But you know, there's other podcasters that are very famous that chime in as well. So um, it's an annual five-year bid process that we do through SHACOG, which is the South Hills Annual. I'm sorry, South Hills Area Council of Governments, uh, which they do a multi-municipal garbage bid. Um, so this was the time for our expiring contract in 2023. Uh, the two bidders that came back from this this multi-municipality uh, uh, bid arrangement was Westmoreland Landfill and uh, Waste Management. Upon this, uh, Westmoreland uh, did not offer uh, the same type of semi-automated or automated collection that Waste Management did. So um, we really had to, examine the contract uh, twofold. One is, did we want to change how we collect trash? If not, then Westmoreland Sanitary Landfill was going to be the lower bidder. Uh, if we wanted to change that, then waste management was our only option. We did not choose to go that route. Uh, as mentioned, there were uh, multiple discussions in the middle of the summer uh, with the commission that are all publicly available on the YouTube channel uh, discussing how we got there. Uh, in late or in early August, the commission decided to move forward and not change the style of collection, uh, which is we consider, and you may hear from uh, Laura Pace Lilly and, and Ian here forward, is uh, referred to as the traditional uh, trash collection uh, and recycling. Uh, so that we, they chose not to do that. Then moving forward from from uh, August, we had to decide how to pay for it. So and that's where we decided to land on the municipal fee. Mm -hmm. Yes, and as Mr. McCreary mentioned, the the choice essentially that the commission boiled down to was between. Uh, waste management with a automated collection option where residents would have been in that case limited on how much trash and recycling they could put out limited to one can uh, per collection versus the option of Westmoreland landfill which is what we've had forever called the traditional manual collection where the waste hauler will actually you know the, the uh, employee gets out of the truck picks up the trash can, dumps it into the truck, so there's not a, a automated arm that grabs the can and, and dumps it in. So what else that does for residents is it enables residents to continue using the same uh, trash cans that they were using, um, just with the, the stickers on them for recycling, that we didn't have to purchase new uh, municipal standard uh, trash or recycling collection bins and also that the recycling is unlimited still with Westmoreland. Um, that was a big consideration point for the commission when they made the decision that they wanted to ensure residents were not limited in how much recycling they could put out for collection. So with that we're going to take a short break and we'll be back with some more details on our new trash collection contract. Welcome back to Inside Lebo. I'm your host, Assistant Municipal Manager Ian McMeans, and we are here with Andrew McCreary, Finance Director, and Laura Pace Lilly, Public Information Officer, along with my new co-host, Rachel Windsor, the Assistant Public Information Officer, talking trash. So we detailed in the first half of the show a lot about how the decision came about to select 
Westmoreland Sanitary Landfill as our new garbage hauler and the decision to uh, how to pay for that new contract, which was a 33% increase over our prior contract. Um, so now I'll turn to Ms. Pace Lilly to talk about um, the public information aspect. So um, what's changing as far as the collection schedule and how will residents know what the new schedule is? We started early with this contract. Normally we get the schedule out in January each year. It's inserted in Mount Lebanon Magazine and sent to every home and business, but we knew there was going to be an adjustment period. So we pushed the contractor to get us the uh, schedules and the street listings um, early, and that was sent to every home and business in the December magazine. That said, we also have extra copies of that schedule at the front desk at the municipal building that's open uh, every uh, weekday, 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's also online. You can either choose the garbage page or the recycling page. So you can go to mountlebanon.org slash garbage or mountlebanon.org uh, slash recycling for the uh, respective pages and the schedule is embedded there and you can download it. Um, you also at the front desk can pick up those recycling stickers that you mentioned and residents will find in their March magazine they will actually get a sticker it doesn't look like a sticker but it is a sticker um, that you can put on your trash cans in your kitchen or um, stick it to your um, I mean, don't put on your refrigerator, but on your bulletin board or something to remind you what is collected curbside because there are some changes this year in what is collected curbside. Um, the other big schedule change this year, um, in addition to some streets who have had their days changed, not a lot, but some streets, so we are asking people to look at that schedule, is all of Mount Lebanon will have their recycling on the same week. So we did have a little adjustment period where we had no recycling for the first week of January. That was our contractor asking us to give them one kind of break-in week. They didn't want to do trash and recycling in a new community in the same week. Um, but starting the week of uh, January 8th, that was everybody's first week. And um, so the week after that, there will be no recycling. The week after that, there will be recycling. and through the rest of the year. So for the first couple of months, um, we hope people are signed up for LEBO alerts. Um, we're going to send LEBO alerts saying it's recycling week, just to remind you. Um, and also we'll be on the website again as well. So um, it'll be a little bit to get used to, but we think it'll be less confusing because you won't have to figure out whether this is your recycling. I don't know if, if you guys are the same as our neighborhood. We always have one resident who's on the ball. In my neighborhood, it's Matt, and we look and we see if Matt has his recycling out, and if he has his recycling out, it's recycling week. So this should be re easier for everybody to remember. And what can you tell us about item requirements? What's changing? What do residents need to know about bulk items? So bulk items with our old contract, people could put out two items per week. Now they can put out one item per week. Um, so that can be, people are surprised, that could be a mattress, that could be a box spring, it can be a chair, it can be a sink. Um, it cannot be construction materials, and that was true for our old contract as well. Um, Christmas tree pickups have changed. Uh, we only have one more week of that this year, but we assume it'll be the same next year as well. Um, that The contractor is not handling that. Our public works department is handling that. So people will put out their Christmas trees um, the second and third week of January, the day before their regular trash day. It was a little confusing the first week because we, uh, for the people who had a Monday pickup, they didn't put their Christmas trees out on Sunday that went out on Friday. So anybody who has a Monday pickup, their Christmas tree collection would be Friday. So, and people also can save them and they can take them up to the, um, to the uh, golf course to be put into chips later on in the spring. So there'll be more updates on that. Or if they really want to, they can set it out as a bulk item, but it won't be recycled. The, the big thing about this pickup is it's recycled and put into wood chips for use throughout the municipality. So it's more sustainable. 
And you mentioned that there are a couple differences with recycling items that are accepted now. Yes, we are able to recycle glass curbside, and a lot of people are excited about that, as are we, i.e. do not put it in your trash so that it goes to the landfill. However, there's a little caveat there. Um, Mount Lebanon, along with um, the Pennsylvania Resources Council and some of our neighboring communities, still have a permanent glass recycling facility conveniently located, as we say, outside the liquor store um, or outside Kohl's at Village Square Mall. And that is open 24 hours a day to drop off your glass. The reason we are encouraging residents to use that rather than putting it curbside is because it's single stream. That means it goes to the recycling facility with just glass. So more of it can be reclaimed and turned into new glass. When it goes in with curbside, it's mixed in with cardboard and other things and not as much can be used. So it's better than the landfill, but not optimum. So again, we, we ask that people use um, that drop off. We are having, um, some members from the Environmental Sustainability Board are going to be collecting some other locations where people can take other things that are not recyclable. I'm having a hard time talking today. Uh, recycled curbside like plastics three through seven. Um, you can only recycle plastics one through two. Um, and you can, if you look at the guide with the schedule on it, it will kind of give you a key to understanding what is written on the bottom of a, of a bottle or um, other uh, plastic item. Um, those items can be taken to Michael Brothers over in Baldwin. Um, the uh, cardboard, plastic, also glass, and some metal. So, but that is a private uh, company. We do not control that. They're doing that right now. Um, and we will keep updating on the website if there are other places that people can take that type of things. Because again, our goal is to keep as much out of the landfill as we can. Great. So just to summarize in short, don't put glass in the trash. You can put it in your curbside recycling if you want to, but the best option for getting the most glass turned back into new glass is to save it and take it all to one of the um, single source collection sites like the one down at Village That's Square. That's the too long didn't read version. Yep. Yes. Okay. Cool. Great. Great. Lots of good information for residents. Uh, thank you so much, Andrew and Laura, for joining us today. And that's going to be it for this edition of Inside Lebo, produced by Carrie Monyo, with music by Drew Monyo, and graphics by Chris Leeper. We'll be back soon with another episode of Inside Lebo. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to Inside Lebo, produced by Mount Lebanon's Public Information Office. Learn more about all things Lebo at mountlebanon.org or by following our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages.